0: Hello, you are listening to Deeply Curious. My name is Cody Jensen, and joining me in our New York City studio apartment is my wife, Sarah. Hello. And also, all the way Mm. from Melbourne, Australia, also in our New York City studio apartment, because she has flown in to spend time with us.
1: Actually, just for this podcast. Just for this podcast
0: (laughs) is our best sister friends, Michelle Nace.
1: good (laughs) G'day. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, we're hanging out with our friend Michelle, um, who has lived in Australia for the last year, a little More over than a year. year. Yeah.
1: yeah. And change.
0: A year and change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, essentially, um, well, she is a visaed citizen. True.
1: Yeah. I can live there um,
0: legally. Is it a citizen if you're a visa? No, resident. a visa resident. Per- permanent. permanent resident? Well,
1: no. no, it's just a visa holder because yeah. you're not even a resident.
0: A uh-huh. temporary resident. A temporary resident. Yeah. A person who cannot be kicked out for the next five years. Four. Four years. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that that's what it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, well plenty of time, really.
0: Yeah. Big achievement. So we met Michelle whenever we were living in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, because we went to the same church. We knew who we 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 knew of each other and we were acquaintance I. <laughs> um that's word. yeah but then we really wanted to move into this mid-century modern neighborhood yeah and we were looking for these houses to buy and they were in demand um because there's not a whole lot of supply and so we were just looking at everyone that came to the market and the one that came to the market that was in our price range that, was that we liked was directly next door to miss michelle and her lovely husband ryan it's true. yes so um, i texted
2: her i was like hey would it be a problem if we were neighbors? I know it's kind of awkward because we know each other. <laughs> Except awesome, but yeah. Yeah. She was like, "No." <laughs> yes,
0: and then shortly thine after, we became.
2: As you do, I moved yeah. in essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we
0: we no long we didn't move into our own house. We yeah. moved into each other's houses. Yeah. Exactly. We were constantly uh, back and forth. Yep. Um, we took showers at your house for.
2: We did multiple That's weeks
0: true. while we were remodeling Forever. our bathroom. I forgot about yeah. that.
2: Whenever Optimus got out of the backyard, he <laughs> would he would bark at your front door at yeah. 5 yep. a.m. Yep. Yeah,
0: because they have a <laughs> uh, cutie patootie dog. Yeah, um, they and were his little best friends. Little our little dog would get out of our yard and then go over to their house and bark at their door to say, let me in so I can play. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Oh, I love it. He would, like, get into our backyard, too. He would yeah. just, like, mm-hmm. show up in the windows and be like, oh, hey, Opti. <laughs> There's a dog in our backyard.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, uh, Michelle's dog is named Kaiju,
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah.
0: which is from Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Is that the name of Godzilla? Godzilla is a type of Kaiju. Kaiju okay.
1: means strange monster in Japanese. And it's, yeah, so... Kaiju is a it's a genre of films. It's a creature, it's yeah, oh, it's, everything. Okay. It's Ryan's thing. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: their dog Kaiju, our dog optimus prime yeah i'll yeah. uh, shortened it to optimus uh but yes two and then eventually very to nerdy dogs yes. yeah and <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out just yeah. optimus and kaiju
1: yeah which our neighbors commented on like really optimus and kaiju <laughs> yeah. okay cool yeah, yeah.
0: japanese like the same people japanese yeah. monster and, and uh michael bay monster, yeah. michael bay <laughs> yeah, yeah. monster. <laughs> so in this episode of the podcast we're just gonna be having a conversation with michelle um we don't actually don't know what we will end up getting into. We have uh, <laughs> Michelle has been here for two days and I kid you not, we have not stopped talking.
1: Actually I feel a little hoarse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I think last night I was like, Why am I so tired? <laughs> and Michelle was like, We've literally been talking since nine AM
0: <laughs> Yeah. So oh, right. Yeah, we've been talking nonstop and then we will like be getting ready for bed. Which you know we won't talk while we're taking showers, and you know no. it's like get, getting all situated, and then all of a sudden somebody says something, and then we're up for two more hours. <laughs>
1: yep, <laughs> I feel like it's a good problem though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, too much conversation mm. is, is is a good thing. Um, uh, new podcast coming soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we, for the start of this podcast, what we're going to do is just we're going to dive deeply, curious into the life of a uh, American expat. Moving to Australia. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) It's a fascinating process, I think, to try and move to a new country. So, you know. Moving in general. Moving in general. It's a big transition. Moving to Australia, which is like as far away as you can get. Mm. Pretty far. There's got to be some insights in there somewhere. We'll find them. We'll see. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So in your journey, I guess, of going to Australia, Um what was uh
2: well first i want to know like why you chose australia yeah there we go like what about it it's
1: i don't feel like it's a specific answer i think we had a few places on our list um canada was one australia was one various cities in the states were an option and it just was like as weird as it is to say, it just kept coming up in our mm. social media feeds, in our lives. Like I would either find something that was Australian, Ryan would find like a, a project he really liked that was Australian. Like he found this podcast that was literally called New Architects Melbourne, mm. like that he just like fell in love with. And Which just,
2: Ryan is an architect. So he I, is, that's, yes. I mean, why you guys went there, right? Yes, Yeah.
1: yes. So these things, it ultimately was like, you know, He knew he wanted to kind of practice somewhere else and kind of learn a different way of doing things. Um, And on top of that, yeah. So Australia just kind of kept popping up and then um, maybe I'm not sure it was sometime in either 2016 or 2017, but the, there was a reciprocal license agreement that was passed between um, America, New Zealand and Australia. Mm. So as a licensed architect, Going through a few, a few steps, you can ultimately also be licensed there without having to Oh, that's graduate. nice. So it's it's a good place to be if you've already put in the work. So I think that was kind of maybe the final straw where we're like, all right,
2: let's well, do Let's it. try. Yeah.
1: And it's one of the professions that allows you to get a long-term visa. Yeah. So because, you know, you can't go over there and just do anything. You definitely – they have a certain sort of list of recipients they're trying to – gaps they're trying to fill. So – Yeah. Yeah. Short ish answer.
2: Cool. Yeah.
0: So, Australia made it um, easy for an American architect to become an Australian architect, license wise. Mm. What they did not make it easy to do was to become a resident or temporary, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a visa
2: holder. Yeah. Visa holder. (laughs) Yeah. um, In
0: Australia. So, that has been uh, your biggest hurdle um, that has most recently been. Jumped over, yes. Uh, Hurdled, yes. Hurdled, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Check. How did you even? How did you get into the country? Like, what did you do without having a visa? You know what I mean. Well, I had. So, if you're, I guess
1: it's thirty and under, but if you are there, then you were able to get a work and holiday v- visa, which means you can be there for twelve months, unlimited, and work. Mm. Um. So, because I fit that bracket, I was able to get that visa. Ryan was. Older, so he just got the tourist visa. And originally, when we went over, things were the laws were different, so the potential for getting a sponsorship, and then Hmm. you know, getting getting a company to sponsor you once you're there was fairly high. And then that all changed in March, which was three and a half ish months after we got there.
2: Hmm. Okay,
1: so we went over there with the thought, like he'll go with the tourist visa. We'll suss things out and see. And then they all the laws changed. So then we were like, okay, we have to go through a different and also we were working with um, at the time, like a migration agency. But what we ended up doing was going with a migration lawyer, um, which was really good because the agencies aren't as reputable or reliable Mm. to go through Mm. for that, um, just depending on your situation. So yeah, the problem was, he couldn't, he didn't have working
2: rights. Yeah. At first. So how long is the tourist visa?
1: Um, well, technically, the way they do it is you can go for three months at a time. And when you leave, that you need to be out for a while. It's not like, oh, you can like leave and come right back in. It's like you're traveling mm. around oh. and you can come back and forth from Australia, but they sort of reserve the right to
2: not refuse
1: you your arrival, like if they don't trust that you're there. Interesting. For the right reasons. So it's not
2: like the. What's the European one where you can yeah, be the, somewhere for uh, I can't remember. six months and then you have to leave for three months and right. then you can come back for six months? Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's like, I don't remember exactly how to pronounce that area. Shen- the Shenzhen oh, area. Oh, yeah, yeah, the triangle. Or yeah. 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 Like, it's it's I, like a yeah. lot of areas. Shin- yeah. Shenzhen area thing. But you have to yeah. leave it for yeah. three it's, months every six It encompasses a lot of Europe. Yeah. And you can travel yeah. Like, yeah anywhere within that area. But, but then you have to but leave. They're like, kind yeah. of a
2: little more like, I guess
1: fluid with their rules well so whenever ryan left the last time which was in august Mm -hmm. they said you cannot come back before three months oh okay so they did sort of give the three month rule but i don't know if that's consistently the number or not gotcha There's so Mm -hmm. many so many rules it's a little bit hard to keep up so was
0: ryan gone for three months
1: um he wasn't um and that was because he got into a masterclass which was in Sydney in September so really he was only gone just a little over a month mm-hmm. um but when he did come back in it was like a huge risk and we were both really nervous um but he had all of his papers printed out for the masterclass and when he talked to the, I mean, honestly, I was just praying like, cause that we just had an understanding agent Yeah. because obviously they had every right to not let him come back in. But I was like, our situation's unique because I am on the work and holiday and we do have an apartment lease. We have a dog here. Like he's not here. He's here with me. Right. So they were able to see that, see that he was um, accepted into the master class, and they did let him in. Oh, okay. So that was really good. It was awesome. Nice. Interesting.
0: So now you are a year and some change in of being yes, Australian.
1: We finally got yeah, we finally got invited for the visa and then we got it and yeah.
2: How quick was it from like the invitation to like getting the like what was that process?
1: The invita- we we actually applied to be invi- we inserted ourselves into the lottery in March.
2: Of of 2018? Yes. Okay. And then
1: we were invited to apply for the visa in September. Okay. So it took whatever that amount of time is, five-ish months. Yeah. And then we were granted the visa in December, on the 24th of December. Okay. So a few months later. Okay. But it varies. Yeah. Just took a while. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So Australian, moving to Australia process Mm. is uh, long Expensive, yes. hard but I, fought, yes. yeah. and, but it has happened and it is here. Um,
1: I don't necessarily, I think, yeah, I think you could potentially do it easier than we did it. Obviously with the laws changing, we didn't know that was gonna happen, but yeah. I think maybe some of the stuff could have been done stateside. Mm. Right. Granted, I think- And we- if you would have married younger. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Am
2: I allowed to swear on here? Okay. <laughs> sure, why not?
1: Mature. Yeah.
0: But I think uh, it's
2: easier to get into Australia than some other places. Yeah, then for sure. I think the UK is a lot harder now. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think, well, and they don't have. I mean, they yeah. don't have
2: that work holiday visa that you went on. I don't think. No, uh,
1: can't uh, actually for Australians. I think they do.
2: I mean, they for have something Americans. for, for Americans. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Australians can go to the UK. Yes, but yeah. Americans are. Yeah. Nobody
2: likes us anymore. Yeah. You're just everywhere. <laughs> They're trying to get. Yeah. They're tired of us. <laughs> get out of
0: here. You like walls so much. <laughs> You're Here's not allowed a... here either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, process is done. We're now living in mm-hmm. Australia. Mm-hmm. We we feel we can leave and, and not worry about getting stopped at customs yes. to be uh, extradited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Don't kick me out. <laughs> <laughs> Deported. Uh,
0: so I guess I, what I'm really interested in is culture. Mm. Yeah. So you obviously have lived in American culture for uh, 20 years plus years true um, in several yeah. different American
2: <laughs> cultures true yeah um
0: and now lived in Australia and the thing so I'll set you up and let you go okay. um but for a little bit of backstory to get into this uh Michelle was pursuing and um I guess what would you say yeah just pursuing like a a more media driven career mm. in fashion fashion Media, I guess. So that's um, valid. Yeah. yeah. So in part of that, doing a lot of social media work Mm -hmm. um, with Instagram and fashion, doing a lot of uh, YouTube work with Mm -hmm. um, sustainable sustainable, sustainability sustainability sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, With sustainable fashion and making YouTube videos regularly, Mm -hmm. growing a YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. growing a social following, doing all these things, Um, and then moved to australia and because of infrastructure reasons um was basically forcibly uh made to step back from that Mm -hmm. um but that experience has led to you even not even pursuing that anymore Mm -hmm. um from the conversations we've had seems to be more so because of the cultural differences that allowed you to see a life outside of what America deems as a success. Mm. Go.
1: Go. (laughs) Um Yeah. So in the beginning being the, you know, moving there and like, for one, I thought like, oh, fast internet is just everywhere and it's unlimited and it's cheap. And Mm. you know, so initially when we got into our apartment a week after we moved there wasn't any copper, so there was no way for us to get, you know, internet. And without getting all into that, I was having to use public Wi-Fi and the speeds were so slow. So that was the initial thing. It was like, I can't do this. This is exhausting. Like, got to take a break until I figure this out. Um, I wouldn't say that's so much of an issue anymore because there's workarounds and there is fast internet. It's just about, you know, figuring that out. But the break allowed me to, yeah, like you said, step back and Um, figure out, you know, I know you guys talk about the why on the podcast a lot. And I think it's a really hard question. But when you can figure that out, it sort of will point you in the direction you sort of are going. So for me, while I was pursuing social media growth, and YouTube and things like that, and I was enjoying it was fulfilling. um, Ultimately, my why has never been to be a voice for something. Yeah. To be the face of something to for it to be about me. And so I think to pursue something where I was the face of something ultimately doesn't make sense. Mm. Like, okay, why would why would I keep doing this? And also like going through I mean, just moving to another place. You guys know it's really hard making friends like I really wanted to be present I didn't want to be the new person with my phone out all the time, filming people I barely knew. I really, truly wanted to get to know people and get to know places, look around with my eyes instead of looking around with my brain for content. I, like, just really started to appreciate, like, oh, I can enjoy this. And even if I don't remember it perfectly, I appreciated it in the moment. And for me, that has been just really huge because I think my preoccupation with what I was wearing, what I was saying, what I was doing, figure all those things, like – was really exhausting me. Um, And I I don't think it was sustainable. Mm. So infrastructure, season of life, figuring out my why, all of those things has sort of like really made me pull back. A weird thing I wasn't expecting was the fact that it's completely opposite seasons Mm. Yeah, really removed me from a lot of marketing.
2: Yeah. Like, because
1: marketing is driven towards the Northern Hemisphere. Right. We're in the Southern, and so it's like swimsuit season right now. And like, so, A, there's a ton of less brands that are available to you. Mm. And you just like, when you see something on Instagram, that sort of discontentment that you feel when you're like looking at someone's outfit that you want to wear, you don't feel that because you're like, well, I can't, it doesn't apply to me and I can't buy it anyway. Yeah. So like, that was actually... At first I was like, I'm having like seasonal FOMO. Like I wish it was cold right now, even though this is really nice sunny weather. Yeah. Um, so that was a weird thing. Then it was like, okay, well, how do I make videos? Cause even actually shot a video with this sweater that I never released, like, you know, a ten ways to wear a wrap sweater kind of thing. Um, but it was summer here. So mm-hmm. I was like, Well, am I gonna release it? Just like this weird, like, what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was a weird, unexpected thing. And the other thing was they're very much um you guys, I've mentioned tall poppy syndrome on here before, but the the, the tall poppy syndrome is essentially like you want to build someone up while they're, they're small and little. And once they get to a certain height, then it's like the opposite. We're going to troll you yeah. and like cut you down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like wanting to fit into a culture that was very much like not trying to draw attention to yourself mm. kind of thing. So to have a camera or to be the person with... Drawing it, I just didn't want to be that person. So part of it was also me just trying to fit in. Yeah. Um. But ultimately, I've gotten to a place now being there a year where it's like, because even like just in style, like I kind of started pulling back from wearing some of the stuff I wanted to wear because it's a really casual culture. Mm. But then it was just like, well, that's not me. Like it It did. It took me a few months, but ultimately it's like, well, I'm going to be myself. I'm an American in Australia. I don't have to be Australian. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be Malvernian. I can do what I want to do. And... I will feel more confident. And then, uh, you know, I'm more authentic in that way. So it's like, because it's really hard. I like, I very much want to become a, it's like when you're a tourist and you don't want to be the one stopping in
2: the middle of the street taking the photo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's a good photo. I, I said when we were in London, because everywhere we went, they knew we were American tourists. Mm. Right. And, I like we got to the point in in New York where people just expected us to be New Yorkers. Like they -hmm. they looked at us and knew Mm -hmm. I can ask them for directions. Like we have people stop us on the street. It's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. So I told Cody, I was like, my next goal is to not look like I'm out of place in London. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Which keeps you from enjoying London to its fullest extent. Exactly. Like my biggest regret, like when I was in Paris, I was so obsessed with being Parisian Mm -hmm. that I did not. I wasn't a tourist. I didn't didn't, like marvel at the things around you. No, because I don't want to look too long. People know I'm not from here. Right. Why does it matter? Yeah. Like it doesn't. Yeah. And I think like it's, that's been growth like for me over the last like four to five years, figuring out how to just be yourself no matter where you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you're robbing yourself of a full life because of what other people think for or sure may not
0: think yeah because yeah.
1: half the time people are too absurd, concerned with what they're, is on their yeah, own they're head. not
2: actually thinking but, about you <laughs> yeah we're also like yeah yeah
0: and my biggest thing that um i have formed an opinion on with that and just being to, being a tourist mm. is that touristy things are touristy things for a reason yes right because they are awesome yes because right because they are worth coming to see they are something that has made a reputation for itself as being historic, mm. being beautiful, being mm. like a great photo, whatever it is. It is something that is worth seeing. Mm. Yeah. Right. There's just a difference between being touristy and being a tourist trap. Mm. Yes. Because if you go to Paris and you go see the Eiffel Tower, why are you there if you're not going to go see the freaking Eiffel Tower? It's right. amazing. Yeah, it you know, is. and it's like, yeah, it, it, as a tourist, it's like, yes, all tourists, every single one, you know, who's going to go to Paris is going to go see the Eiffel Tower. But that's because it's amazing. But if you, if there's a guy standing down the block from the Eiffel Tower with a menu saying lunch, lunch, Mm-mm. you know, you want lunch? Yeah. It's like that's a tourist trap. Yes, right. Because it's it's a place that is of inferior quality that a uh, Parisian would not eat at. Right. Um, but they're capitalizing on the fact that there is something so amazing next to me. Right. That a lot of people are being flocked to.
1: And they might be hungry.
2: Yeah. yeah. And they might be hungry. I mean, and we so, fell into that in Rome. Yeah. We had the worst pizza I've ever had in, in Rome. Rome. Yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> so Also
2: the best, though. So
0: And so I think there there's just, I hate so much the... It's such a, it's like a hipster mentality. Yeah. Like, I don't, like I don't know if there's a, a different word for it, but mm-hmm. it's just the hipster mentality of of thinking that anything that is popular is uncool, and I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, you're missing out on so many things. It's because
1: we're obsessed I with also, being unique, and yeah. like we want to be individuals and think for ourselves and prove ourselves.
2: I also think that there is something about like people want to know how the locals live. Like mm. that's kind of the yeah. big thing. And I totally get, th- I mean, I'm that way too. Like how I many- also feel like you can do both. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with like going to see big Ben and then going right. into Shoreditch and like, you know what I yeah. mean? Well, like, like, You can do both. Marveling. Do you think
0: that people that yeah. like, do you think Londoners don't appreciate big Ben? Right, of course
1: they do. It's of like course they, they do. They, yeah, th-
0: well, you know, if they if they were to take a vote, they're not going to vote to tear down Big Ben,
1: right? Also, tourism is great for the local economy. Right. Yeah, like it's only. I mean, well, in a lot of cases, in some cases, it's tearing out lo- family businesses, and right, that's another, conversation. it's making a right. cost of it's living way a problem. too high. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think part of my hesitation with looking like a tourist wasn't just. It was also like because there's an association with Americans when they travel that they're disrespectful.
2: Yes, there is. And that
1: they're brazen or just like... Entitled. Entitled, yeah. There's like all these things. And so I think part of that was me like not wanting to appear like an American. But I think maybe if we would all just embrace... Are American, but show them there's like different types of Americans, which the world knows now. I think, I think we're on that page. But I think just having that confidence to be like, I may be, it's like being a Christian and not being a crazy extremist. Mm -hmm. Right. It's the same thing. It's like, I can be a tourist, but also respect there's cars in the road and move out of the way. Right. Queue up and not like push people around. Like, yeah. Right. It's a respect thing. Respect where you are. Don't make a mess. Don't put your trash on the ground. Pick it up.
2: It's kind of like, um, Yeah, I used to have a big problem with being lumped into a group, including, Mm. like, Christianity. I I had a huge problem, like, being lumped into this idea of Christianity or being lumped into this idea of feminist or whatever Mm. because of, like, the extreme cases. And, like, I want people to know that that's not me, you know? Yeah. I think that's exactly what you're saying. Like, being confident in who you are and, like, yes, I'm American, but I'm not— a weirdo like, yeah you know <laughs> and yes i'm a new
1: yorker but right i'm not i'm not gonna be rude i'm gonna give you the time of day yeah. i might smile at you because i'm from oklahoma right like yeah. i might not have headphones in because i might want to have a conversation with you in line like definitely not i mean me, but yeah <laughs> yeah I, right but <laughs> yeah. those are like yes
0: i'm a feminist but no i'm not a man hater
1: yes right I, yeah it's like Yes, I yeah. I just there's so many so many examples of that. So I think like really I've come to terms with that this year. Yeah, and I think
2: that's the best thing about culture shock. Yes, is like teaching you like who you are.
1: Yes, how to truly. Yes, yes, yeah, and how to yeah embrace those elements in a new place. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: What were some of your biggest culture shocks?
1: Um, (laughs) besides internet. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Gosh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, because it's like. It's so, it could be in America. Yeah. Say it's kind of It's a similar. pretty Western society,
0: but they do still have different values. It's like, was any, yeah. was any of that a shock or, I mean?
1: I mean, well, because we, you know, Australia had come up so much in our just lives and in the podcast and really kind of learning about the way that specifically architects did business or the ones we were paying attention to. Um, mm-hmm. There's just such, a, and I think this happens in middle America, but there's just such a focus on, working to live and work-life balance. And I think it's not a culture shock, but it is a part of the culture. And I think even just like weirdly at, I was Chris was it Christmas? I don't, uh, yeah, it was around Christmas. It was like December. Like everyone shuts for like weeks. Really? Like cafes, like you're like, we have all this time off, but we can't go anywhere because everything's closed <laughs> because everyone's on holiday for mm-hmm. six weeks. And it's like, actually awesome. Yeah. But then also like this is weird cuz if you were in New York and it was Christmas, everything is open extended fine. hours. Yeah. Like also because it's not a tipping culture mm. um or a commission based culture, like say you're at a store and it's it's closing time, n- the the police officer is at the top of the escalator to escort you out of the department store because it's closing time. Mm -hmm. And the the store, like, the no one's staying over to help you. Yeah. It doesn't benefit them. And then, like, and not in a rude way, just in a, like, I've got a family to go home to. It's like a respectful... Mm -hmm. It's like, you're not royalty, and I don't have to cater to you. I'm happy to help you.
0: Our hours are posted. Hours are
1: posted. And then it's the same with, like, food, you know, being in restaurants. Like, no one's, like... Yeah. constantly coming around like you're gonna get your food and whatever your drinks are but like it might be a little slower mm. like you're not yeah you're just so that's a little bit of culture shock because it's just like yeah and when you're working for tips yeah you're working a lot harder maybe too hard sometimes yeah but it's because they just do that differently Um and then like big bucks I feel like knowing where to buy things is like kind of culture shock because mm. like when you're used to certain chains that are in America like Whole food, just Amazon, Amazon, Amaz- not having Amazon was culture shock for me. So I'm like, where do I buy things? <laughs> <laughs> That's a personal problem. Yeah, just like getting used to like, oh, man, I tried to make potato mash for an Easter g- gathering thing. And like, I had to figure out, oh, okay, they don't have half and half. So like, what is half and half? And then like, I'm at the store for 30 minutes because I have to find the equivalent of a russet potato because... That isn't oh. a type of potato there, but they have waxy potatoes. They're just called something different or like tried to make puppy chow and I couldn't find Czech cereal because they don't, it's not sold there or like the huh. peanut butter tastes different. Like stuff like that, that you're like at first when you're sort of having, trying to have a little bit of America, Yeah. it's like, I'm going to have a breakdown over trying to make puppy chow. <laughs> What's happening here? It's literally the world's <laughs> easiest food. Um, so that, I could see
2: that. Yeah. Like, you're so far from home and you, you just have the like, I want a little bit of comfort, like yeah. the things I'm used to, and like all of the snacks are different, yeah. all of the drinks are different. You it's can't a, just like go to the grocery store and buy mm, a Reese's or whatever. N- well, no,
1: and you, actually it's becoming more common, but no, Sydney's more Americanized even than Melbourne is. Oh, okay. Like, there's a lot, like I remember seeing like flaming Hot Cheetos and I was like, what? <laughs> I don't even need those, <laughs> but what? <laughs> so like, yeah, it's kind of funny,
0: but. And fun fact, they do not have squash in australia. Yeah. It's it's pumpkin. pumpkin.
1: They have butternut pumpkin and pumpkin pumpkin and acorn pumpkin and yeah, pumpkin.
0: Everything that we call squash, they call pumpkin.
1: And then it's interesting, what Fascinating. it bell peppers are capsicum. What? Yep, capsicum.
2: Why? What is that it's even Just
1: the name of it there. Huh? I know. Cilantro is coriander. Oh, I have heard that. Yeah. Which it's funny cuz some american cookbooks will say coriander. Yes. And I'm like, what? Yeah.
0: It's it's to sound fancy.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's like cream fresh. You're like, it's sour cream, guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Calm down. Slightly different, though.
0: (laughs) Okay. It's slightly (laughs) sweeter. Then... (laughs) <laughs> Fine. Then uh, Chipotle aioli. Yeah. Yes. It's like, okay, it's it's Chipotle mayonnaise. It's chi-
1: yeah. It's Chipotle, yeah, it's chipotle
0: mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Like everything that is aioli. Is, is mayonnaise. Is mayonnaise. Yeah. We're just changing it to aioli so you don't feel like an obese like. Yeah. It's, it's like some mayo. Yeah. It doesn't
2: gross. gross aioli yeah. is but
1: delicious. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But if everything was labeled as mayonnaise, you'd be like, ah, oh, I th- probably should cool it on the mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's aioli, I'm like, can I get three of those Chipotle yeah. aiolis, please? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Words, words have power, man. Yeah, names. Truth, it's all in the name. Yeah, Very true.
2: Okay, what are your favorite perks of Australia versus America?
1: I feel like my favorite perks I haven't even fully benefited from yet. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> like we haven't been there that long. Because like now that Ryan has a job, he'll get a lot more time off, mm. so we can travel. Nice. Um, which that's would be great. one thing
2: i I am so jealous of. Like other countries versus America mm. is the time off. I guess Canada doesn't Canada really has. give much. Oh, they don't? Well, according to the chart that I know, mm. America is legally obligated to give you zero days vacation. Most companies give you 10, but they're obligated to give you zero. That's so surprising. Yeah. Canada, I think, is 10. No, Canada's 13.
0: And like then, by law or they just... Yeah,
2: by law. Yeah. And then every other country is like 30 or something. It's a insane. lot. Yeah. I'm, like France, well, a lot of Europe is like 20 to 30. I think France is the most. Yeah. And then um, Australia is is pretty it's high up lot. there too. Yeah, yeah, it's a
1: lot. I think, I say that it's six weeks paid annual, but I think it's four and then you grow to six. Yeah. Um. But even still four weeks. It's a lot. Is, it's... To me, it's the reason they're so well traveled. Because when you have Americans who only have two weeks off a year, and you have family in different states, you have to like
2: plus the holiday stuff. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's pretty much impossible. I mean, whenever I had a full time job and got two weeks off, what we would do is like I would take one full week. Mm. And that would be our vacation week. And then the other five days I had would be spread throughout like the holidays and stuff. Yeah, like an that. extra day here, an extra yeah. day there. Yeah. To go visit family or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. like one week a year is nothing. No.
1: It's not the time to go
0: travel. Go Australia's ahead. uh paid vacation days um, is twenty and then there's ten paid public holidays. So thirty days okay. total yeah. of of minimum paid public paid paid leave yes yeah Uh, and then minimal minimum annual leave yeah yeah.
1: and then it grows like it it can grow to six just depending on how long but you're with the company
0: if you look at a uh, if you you google um list of minimum annual leave by country the wikipedia page will come up and it is a graph um and it shows a color coordinated chart of (laughs) which countries um give like one to five days, six to 10 days, all the way up to 23 to 28 days. That That is not counting holidays. Um, and then on America, it's just gray and says, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. We don't See, believe in that. Like,
2: w- no. Most companies give you 10 days, but they're obligated to give you zero.
0: Yeah, like literally every other country in the world. I, I mean, maybe there's some tiny ones in there that I'm not, you know, that's hard to that I cannot see, but it, it appears to be that literally every country in the world has a minimum mandatory paid vacation days except for America.
1: Wow. So it, the two weeks is not even a given. Right. Like, yeah. it's, it's not a given. Wow. I just thought that it was. Nope. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So travel.
1: Yeah. So I, I think that they're, I think. Most people, most Australians we've met are extremely Mm. well-traveled because they do. They take a ton of time and they go. Plus, it's so far. So like if you're going all the way to Europe, you're going to be there a while. That's true.
2: You need more than a week. Yeah. Your travel days are insane.
1: Yeah. Your travel days are like two days, basically. And then that's, you know, depending on where you're going, time zone shift. Yeah. 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 You'd gotta you gotta make it worth your your time and money for sure.
2: Yeah, I feel like that was one of the perks about New York that I was excited about is the travel in the Northeast that yeah. we haven't taken advantage of. <laughs> it's not yeah. easy. It's yeah. not easy. And
0: it's like we, well, we have zero paid holidays mm-hmm. um, ever because we don't have employers. Yeah, so right. nobody's paying us when we don't work. Right. Um, but also New York is one of those places that is. So expensive to live, Mm. yeah, that you think, Oh, I'll go live in New York City, I'll have train and plane access,
2: I'll be so close to everything. Like, I'm so close
0: to all these northeastern places by train that Mm -hmm. it's like you know, can be very cheap to go. Mm -hmm. It is way cheap to go to Europe by plane. Oh my gosh, Um, yeah. You can easily get a flight to London for one hundred and fifty dollars round trip. Like, yeah, it's it's depending
2: on the time of year, right? Time but, of year and all that yeah. type of stuff.
0: But you can do, you can find deals like that, and it's amazing. And mm-hmm. it's only a
2: five hour flight.
0: Yeah. So, oh I my think. god, that's I know, insane.
2: I know you'll never know what that's like again. <sighs> your flights are insane, no matter where you go. Really, well, well, no, except for Southeast Asia, and yeah, Z- New Asians. Zealand, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But five hours to Europe, yeah. Australians would kick you right in the face. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, whenever your rent. It right. is 72% so more expensive yeah. than um, the cheapest places to live in America. Right. Um, all of your money goes towards l- literally surviving in mm-hmm. New York right. and you're like, okay. Well, and then, then you have ha- to
2: consider because the train ride is cheaper typically, but it's not like cheap, cheap. I mean, you can get a bus, I guess, but then it yeah. takes Buses extra. Buses are
1: cheap. Yeah cheap Jeep. mega bus, $80. but then it
2: takes you know double the time or whatever it is mm-hmm. it takes a lot longer but then you also have to do like an airbnb while you're there like the, it's not like oh it's just 50 bucks or whatever it, it is more than that yeah so it's like a little more planning than All i of it than k- i anticipated yeah yes. Yes. i didn't consider that whenever we were moving here i was like ah, train ride yes that's cheap although i do feel like well i know for a fact the
1: train and the bus is the exact same time to DC, for example, hmm. four oh, yes. hours either way. Really? Yes. Mm. Um, for like really cheap. So yeah. If yeah. You have the buses. Yeah. Or yeah, you guys really need to get to DC. Right. We do. Yeah. Before you. Yeah. You know, transition in life wherever that may be. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, that's
2: DC's on the you list. One hundred percent. I want to go to the uh, news museum. Oh, it's unbelievable. I want to see it so. Hopefully, bad. it's still.
1: I'm such a running. It's fairly new. What yeah, do do? I think it's what only a few tomorrow? years old. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready.
0: Like I, li- I have been an American for 29 years of my life, and I have not been our, to our capital uh, city. Yeah. And I have lived in New York City for now a little over a year and a half. I have such easy access to go and yeah. I haven't done it.
1: The buses are literally, like, I mean, I don't want to say $8 because that seems insane. Well, I yeah. know you can get to Philly for like 7 But that's what I'm saying. It's insanely cheap. Yeah.
0: yeah. We definitely, we need to uh make that happen yeah um also i've never been to boston that's like also i'd easy to go to boston to to uh, that's like eight hours but that by train yeah. yeah so it's further that's further further but it's and still well, much but easier if you get to, get to dc to. it's only four more hours <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you can make a little <laughs> yeah. uh, train trip product. and
1: the yeah. yeah you could do a little dc on the way up and on the way down yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um i haven't seen philly nope i haven't seen any of the um, i would love to do rhode island a little oh.
2: bit Go to my yeah. hometown. Maine. Oh, it's so pretty. I would like to see those places. Maine is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah.
1: Such good everything. Yeah. Mm, pretty much. That. We just need to also, like not. Foliage have foliage in autumn is beautiful.
2: So I have seen on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know it's it's kind of funny because I thought, I did think like we would have better falls here mm. um, than in Oklahoma. Oklahoma feels like fall is like two days or whatever. It goes right? fast. It goes fast. Yeah, yeah. And I thought we're going to be in the northeast. That's where the fall is, but not in the city no there's like nothing here Gotta there's not the, a, there's not trees to watch change you know it's true yeah. so like, we, it's a little sad. We need trees for autumn <laughs> yeah this, this <laughs> yeah. fall Turns out.
0: we i mean you can go watch our vlog and yeah. you can see the the two or three times i don't remember that we made specific oh. trips to go places in the city that yeah. have trees what well, pro- yeah uh,
1: prospect park was one of those right prospect yeah. park we was to prospect beautiful It's went park twice we went gorgeous. To central
0: yeah. park Twice, I think. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we went like. Yeah, times.
2: because I wanted field it. trip to trees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> which, speaking of, we had a giant tree on our street. Yeah. That whenever we looked out our window, we were looking out at a tree with leaves, which
2: and is uncommon. Animals and was so nice and birds. It, it yeah, at least so pigeons nice. sitting out there. <laughs> at least some pigeons.
0: <laughs> and then we left to go to Oklahoma for a few days. And we come back like and they chopped, had chopped our tree down.
2: I was actually legitimately upset.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like mm, there's not
2: a park near us. Washington Square is the closest, and it's like it's 15 a fifteen minute walk. And situation, it's, it's not like a park. Yeah. Park, yeah. Park. yeah. So there's like not a lot of nature and then they chopped our tree. Yeah, I could be just sitting on my
0: couch, just kind of lounging back. I could be staring out the window, looking at the sky, looking at the leaves and stuff blowing in the, in the, the, you know, against the background (laughs) of whatever sky color is happening at that moment. Yeah. And now what do I get? Another building.
1: Another, another, like, remember when you didn't have buildings to look at?
0: Well, I do. (laughs) I do.
1: We like buildings. Buildings are cool, but trees are better. So, yeah. Yeah. You, you need, need both.
0: both. <laughs> you definitely need both.
1: <laughs> do you say both with an L? Because I do.
0: No, yeah. I think no. I do.
1: I say. I think that, both.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that. that that's one of your words, both.
1: Both. Yeah. No idea why. I blame is maybe it's a thing in Rhode Island. I think I, blame I think Rhode it's Island. a northeast thing. Okay, somewhere northeast, not all of northeast. It's one of the things I've held on to. Yeah. So
0: the, <laughs> this is something Sarah and I have been talking about for a while. That how. I think it may be a Southern thing mm. or an American thing, but we turn all of our T's into D's.
2: I think it's an American example mostly. mostly.
0: Um, so hunting. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, you did that last night. I
2: yeah. did. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, the the double T. Oh, Twitter. instead of Twitter.
0: Yeah, we say Twitter. 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 Um, when uh, what was that other one?
1: Winter. We say yeah, we say it, winter, but it's a double. No, so no, say, yeah, yeah.
0: No, we lose the T in winter. It's because we say it's you say, uh, like. Is your favorite? Uh, is it fall or winter?
1: Yeah. Oh, I think I say winter.
0: Yes. It, whenever you think about it, you think I definitely say winter. But I've noticed in conversations, if you really listen, For a example, lot of people drop the T. I
2: mm-hmm. say I'm pretty like adamant about saying T's. but last night I say I said hunting, and then I was like hunting. What I am hunting? It's hunt hunting. Yeah,
0: hunting. Some other southern. No, you
1: didn't. You said hunting, so it wasn't so southern. Yes, it was just like.
2: But still, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. Was, to we me, it sounded that way. In so many things. You, you we dropped the weird. Tease a lot. Yeah, I think button is when a lot of a lot of people yeah, no say. No, it says
1: button. Yeah, my sister does. Button. I feel
2: like if I say tease, I have to like sit up straighter. <laughs> button. My sister says button. <laughs> oh, good for her because she doesn't <laughs> like that we drop the yeah. T's, but I say button.
0: Another some other southern things that I I know that. I have to combat myself on mm-hmm. is like um, it's funny because I you'll say a window sill. We will say window seal.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a sill. But it's s i l. sill.
0: It's S-I-L-L. Yeah, yeah. Sitting on the window seal. It's window sill. Um, <laughs> that's definitely
2: then, I don't know if that's an American. I, it's definitely an Oklahoman thing. Yeah. Or a southern thing. Maybe. I don't know. But
1: I and, definitely say sill.
2: But I've never, I've never noticed one way or the other. I don't use it a
1: lot, so <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: also, uh, the word "feel" becomes "fill," which is the opposite of the of the seal seal thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, um, like how are you feeling?
1: You say I feel. You don't say fill. Oh yeah. You do? Yeah. He I've has. Never yeah. noticed.
0: Like, it, but but I have also how are you feeling. Like like it's how, you know, how how do you feel?
1: Oh, okay. That sounds more natural. It's how do you feel? How do you feel? Hmm. I'm in the middle, I think. I definitely say feel. Yeah. How do you feel? There's Do you say catch or catch? Uh, I don't know. I have to use it in a sentence. Sentence. I said that weird. <laughs> um, See? <laughs> well, I fully said sentence weird, but then also. <laughs> yeah. Um, I say catch because it's an A. Well, when you're speaking, you can't technically be... Listening properly, and unless you're catching what someone's saying, mm-hmm. and then when it's your turn to talk,
2: yeah. So, I think I say a okay. A lot of, oh, at, at least in Oklahoma, it's catch, catch, catch this, catch up.
0: Well, if you're going out, but you know, with grandpa is... to play,
2: catch, catch, yeah. see, I say catch, but oh,
0: a... I would say catch, yeah, catch, like, catch is we're going a... to play catch.
2: Hmm.
1: i'm thinking about it too hard i really can't be unbiased in this situation
0: <laughs> i don't know
2: <gasps> i think it's funny how we we just like
0: another one it's laziness yeah yeah another oklahoman thing that uh bothers me that <laughs> you, I, I hear it so much whenever i go back to oklahoma is whenever people talk about pictures
2: pictures pictures
0: drop the c and it's like Oh, that's a cute pitcher. Like a pitcher like,
2: of water. I'm like, were
0: we drinking something? Did you get the pitcher of tea out?
2: <laughs> uh, they also say washer. That's true. washer
0: clothes. Yeah.
1: wash. What a word.
0: That, I feel like that what one.
1: What a word. I do
0: feel like that one is less common. Like I, that's one that I feel like a lot of people make fun of. Oh, okay. But I don't actually hear it in conversation like or like mm-hmm. in, in a regular life a lot. Mm-hmm. But I hear. Not talking about
1: laundry on the daily. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I hear pitcher. Pitcher. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyways.
2: We've been talking Anyways. about that a lot. Just like yeah. being mindful of the way you enunciate Yeah. Things well, well, things the thing that we talk about things. the most is
0: the DT thing. Yeah. Because I I noticed like we'll be talking and I will say like, like it's it's so much colder this winter. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah. I didn't say winter.
1: Yeah. I think all of that stuff is, is removing yourself from an environment where that's happening a lot. You're more like aware of it. Yes. But. And I feel like we've talked about this, but it's like, I think you can, I'm very like observant of words and pronunciation. It's something I really enjoy. So I think if there's a, like, even just Australian words, I have readily accepted them into my vocabulary. Oh, I
2: know. You text me all the time. You're like, petrol's
1: only whatever.
0: That's a little different. Well, that's,
1: that is more just because I don't see, I hear that more. Yeah, that wasn't because I don't even have a car, so that's funny. Yeah, how did I say that.
0: I didn't
2: yeah, know, I did. You because I mean you whenever, said it yesterday,
0: whenever you were talking about the petrol station,
1: I did. Yeah. Yes, that's weird.
2: And then we, when I was texting you about van life stuff, what you're like, petrol wouldn't be that much. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, sometimes they <laughs> sneak in there, but there's other like keen, for example, yes, like or or reckon, which apparently I say a lot. People you keep do say a lot. Me. I've, I've noticed not the last even, couple
2: of days. You say I reckon. I'm like that that's sounds, new.
0: That sounds southern.
1: In certain. Certain contexts, it could, but the way, like it depends on how you're saying it and when you're yeah. saying it in a sentence because they're using it as a replacement for think. Oh, yeah. I think something or I think that would work or...
0: I mean, but that's how a Southern person would say it too. But
1: they say it with like a Boy, drow. I reckon. That's different though. Yeah. I reckon... Boy, I
0: reckon you're on the way to a whooping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think they would more say, you're on the way to a whooping, I reckon. Like, I feel like it ends a lot of sentences in the Mm. South. Yeah. And it's more of part of a sentence. You
0: know how else they would use it is be like, look at that big old wrecking ball. (laughs)
1: Because there's a lot of those around.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're always there tearing you down.
2: Tearing you down. It's true.
1: But... Yeah, yeah, you do.
2: You have started saying wrecking a lot. But
1: it's like some words and like, you know, having a fascination with like British words or pronunciations of things. I think...
2: Man, yeah, people I might wish think I was it's, British. But I want to say Twitter, you know?
1: Well, that's Twitter. a bit of a stretch. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I'm saying w- I want to do
2: that in a legitimate way. Well,
1: I mean, <laughs> if you just start doing it and you just act confidently, then eventually Yeah, you people... talk
0: completely normal. You're like, yeah, I have decided to get geared off of social media. I deleted Facebook and Twitter.
1: If you started doing that and you fully were on board, you would 100% be like, you would give zero shits. You'd be like, I can say it if I want. I mean... Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if you want to improve your vocabulary, if you want yes. to like say things differently, it's just a choice. It's a mental Absolutely. decision. I
2: yeah. mean, I mentally decided why are we saying catch when it's an A and not an E? I'm going to say catch, and then you changed it. That's like all. I any say.
1: change you want to make in your life starts, and it's hard, and then it becomes second nature.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: Your brain moves on to other things. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, words are fun.
0: Two things I used to say wrong. One, I used to say the word across with a T at the end.
1: Yeah. What do you say? Across. Out,
0: across. I'll be like, "That's across the street."
1: Oh. And I settle. never,
0: I never knew I did that until our friend Greg Stratton, who listens to his podcast, hey, um, <laughs> he he started laughing because he was in the back seat of my car and he was like, he just started laughing whenever I said, "Yeah, I just need to run across the street real quick," and he was like, "You say across with a T." That's and then hilarious. I learned to drop the t, thine yes. after. Thine after, <laughs> well, now I say yeah. thine. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, who knows? <laughs> uh, and then I used to use uh, the word seen for every case that it would be saw. Yeah. So I seen say, that. Yeah. I, I seen you do that. And that's a
2: very Southern Oklahoma thing. Yeah. And yeah. I like Didn't know you the, then. The,
0: the way I changed yeah, that is literally. Every time I would say, Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Sarah would say, Saw. Oh, yeah, I correct. It She's <laughs> <was laughs> like a
2: human rubber band. Yes. It was my, Cl- like, that's one of my biggest, like, I'm not, I try really hard not to like mm, be that, be person. the language person mm. or grammar person because, Sorry. you know? Yeah. But I could not, I couldn't do this. Oh, I'm, glad, I'm very much, so I'm literally glad. every time he, yeah. I would say, Saw, you saw that. <laughs> and so you changed. Yeah. See, there's some yeah. things I, I,
1: yeah, will correct Ryan and, just doesn't get in there, so then I stop.
2: Mm. Well, you know, you have there's to a, pick your battles. There's sometimes. an appropriate
1: amount of time to continually correct someone, for and sure. then you just move on. Definitely, yeah.
0: and yeah, unless they're saying I seen things, uh, yeah, then And then you just always correct. You need, yeah, <laughs> show them love, hard, tough love, and and you know, educate them.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it was offensive, there would be change. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's not. I'm very thankful for the change um, because now that I hear others speaking that way, mm. I understand what it sounds like. Mm. Yeah, and so I
1: mean, not ideal. Not ideal. not ideal and <laughs> yeah. it's
0: interesting to me because i was thinking about it the other day that it's funny that you would get on that kick of saying seen for the word saw because in almost every case that you say the word it is saw like pretty much if you say the word
2: the only time you say seen is like i have yeah seen. i've yeah. seen something yeah, yeah. If,
0: if you're saying everything every if you're saying time. A, a, a pronoun i guess like i um then it's going to be saw mm. but if you're saying i have mm-hmm. then it's seen it's like Anyways, the, yeah yeah it's, but you Language. so, yeah, you so, the, so to, seldomly the case say. use for scene mm. is way, way, way less than so.
1: Yeah. Limited. Yeah. Yeah. Well.
0: It's just something personal in my own yeah. life that I had been taking up some brain space. <sighs> Listen, you I'm know?
1: glad you worked through that. Yeah, no, I did. You're a better person now.
0: I just wanted to get vulnerable with <laughs> you guys. It's
1: important too. Guys, words, man. Yeah.
0: It's really <laughs> Character actually. Character building. I wanted to, True. to put that out there to show that even those who appear perfect Mm. sometimes have flaws. Oh, Oh. thank goodness. I know. uh,
1: Just knock down a peg over here. Really, really helpful. You want to like
0: tell me how brave I am? Yeah, so
1: brave. Wow. I'm I'm so glad that you can help. Snaps for Cody. You can help people
2: (laughs) with the trauma you've been
0: through.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I do think like that was facetious. But I do think. For you. (laughs) (laughs) not to take away from your pain but um, I do think like it's like we always like you guys often there's like a lot of big change that takes small steps but even something as simple as language and tone and like it's so small but it can make such a huge difference it
2: rewires your brain in some capacity you know
1: and also helps you fight off Alzheimer's because when you're learning new things you're using your brain which is is why you should be curious yes so
2: we Deeply can all live really long, mm-hmm. healthy lives.
0: Yes. What? How has Australia changed you?
1: Um, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you say reckon? Uh, yeah. yeah. Words. Um, okay.
0: Other than, uh, how has Australia changed you in deep ways that you, you know, you never would have thought?
1: Oh, I know where to go with. I know where to go with this. Um, I am like, I'm a planner. I know my next step. I have had a fairly straightforward life. I haven't had a lot of hardship. I'm super thankful for that. I've always discredited it because I'm like, well, I don't really have struggle. So I don't really know what it is to Mm -hmm. trust in God or to just fight through something because, but I've, I discredit my ability to work hard and to, you know, those things. So I'm not, my point is that moving to Australia has been the hardest thing that I've ever done and that Ryan and I have ever done. And it's caused me to realize that, it's caused me to realize how little control I have over my own life
0: mm.
1: and how much, like, you can have an idea of what you want and where you think you're going, but it can change so quickly. And it's just caused, it's it just helped me relax as a person and just because I don't know what the future holds, but I genuinely feel at peace with that. I don't know what I want in my life. I don't know where my career is going to go, but I'm just so much more comfortable with that. And I think I, I'm not saying I needed to move to Australia to figure that out, but it certainly kicked me right in the butt and made me learn yeah. it. And I think also just like my trust in God has grown this year in a way, just because, I mean, I, we've genuinely been like, We cannot do anything, and this might have been a huge mistake. And there was so much doubt in the beginning like, what have we done? Everything changed. God, you knew this was going to happen. We didn't, and now we're like in this situation. Like, there's just been so many things like that. But then it's like also hindsight, seeing little pieces of the puzzle that were all part of the plan. And like, this situation you know, now it's like, okay, phase two, Australia, things are a little more settled. You know, we're still not exactly where we want to be. What We're moving in a direction that seems a little clearer. But I just feel like I'm less anxious. I'm more flexible. I'm like, I'm holding my very strong opinions and my very like bold outline just really loosely. Yeah. Because I, it could change and I'm open to change. I want to be open to things. I want to have a conversation with someone and it to spark something because I'm actually paying attention. I think just being present, being flexible, I think those are just the main things probably. Hmm. And I, I genuinely feel more relaxed. I really do. And it's a nice feeling. But I don't want it to turn me into being a lazy person and I don't think it will because I am mean, you a you don't worker. have that
2: streak in you at all. <laughs>
1: mm, I don't think so, but you never know.
0: <laughs> I also think that it's easy to consider um, something that really is working hard As lazy, whenever you've been raised in an American society, yes, that thinks that anything that is not grinding yourself into the ground Mm. is lazy. Mm. That if you take time off, if you actually take all 30 of those paid days off, is lazy. Mm. Like it's, yeah, that's definitely not not a thing that American culture does not uplift or praise or you know, look to anybody who is genuinely. Mm. balanced and taking time
1: no and i mean that reminds me of just the the grace that people the people in our lives in australia have had for us like examples of i haven't felt like i need to act like i have all this stuff going on i'll literally be like i'm having trouble leaving my apartment today to someone and just being super genuine and like this is where i'm at and they're like oh do whatever you need like we get it or like Mm-hmm. No one's acting. Well, what are you doing with your day? Well, what did you do for the last eight hours? And why aren't you doing this? And what about this? Like, that is the very American in me. Mm-hmm. But I don't find that Australians are that way. Mm. The ones in our lives, obviously. I can only speak for the the people that, that we've experience. had in our lives. Yeah, yeah but they're, they they do embrace time off and weekends and leaving work at 3 p.m. No one's like, oh, why don't you leave? Could work for like four more hours. Like, everyone's like, oh, Awesome good for you like I do think that is praised a little bit more mm-hmm. like more of the work to live mentality right
2: I guess I'm gonna move to Australia <laughs> come on over <laughs> we'll <Yeah>. take you <laughs> that
0: yeah it, and that is something that Sarah and I we have always been that way right. uh, that we love to work mm. on the things that we're passionate about but at the end of the day we are not working. We're not living to work. Right. We're not. Our life isn't isn't here so that we can work our life away. Mm. And we're not working for the sake of working because what else? That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like always trying to move towards a life of balance Mm. and a life that your work is meaningful, but it is not your. F- soul identity. Yeah. And that there, I think that's there is the another thing life outside of that. Mm.
2: Is that I've learned that I just really don't want my work to be my identity. Mm. Americans don't know anything else. Like the American culture. We don't know how to identify <laughs> as anything other than our work. Mm-hmm. And that's always been like a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. As, like a huge. I mean because for a long time I hated what I was doing. and mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And like whenever you're in that spot and someone asks what do you do because that means who are you? You're like, Oh gosh, I hate what I do. So I kind of hate myself. You know what I mean? It's like a correlation. I think mostly subconsciously that most of us don't even understand. So yeah, I think like, um, not having your identity tied to your work is something that I have been very like conscious of, I guess, even though I really do want to love my work and I want my work to be an extension of myself, but that's completely different than your work being your identity.
1: Right. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think we we rush, yeah, the the finding and the pa- you know we put so much focus on finding our passion that we think that means we have to find it quick.
2: And then that once we find it, that is.
0: It's like finding yourself. The
2: only o- and it's yeah. the only option. Like we don't give ourselves time to learn the passion. Like you, you don't just start no. off as a really great whatever your passion is, <laughs> like no. gardener. We can't be you, learn. Garden. Yeah, you have to learn like the I found soil. my passion
0: early, but I didn't find my skill early. Mm.
2: That takes time. That's, it takes yeah. a lot That's of time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like once you find your passion, you still have to learn it so it can't be yeah. your career. Well, like, and you've obviously found, you You know what
1: your passion is. Right. It's writing. Right. And it's taking time for you to, to build the confidence. Right. To put it out into the world. And you are doing that slowly, but it's not going to happen immediately. Right. Yeah. It's just, it takes, and but it doesn't mean you have to find other things to fill your time when you're living in New York City and you have to pay the rent. Right. And you don't want someone to be like, well, what do you do? It's like, well, "What do you mean what pays well, the bills Yeah, or what I do? Yes. Like, yeah, it's different.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: What is something that you have found that Americans care deeply about that Australians don't care?
1: Yeah, I would say... I've noticed since being in the States for a couple of weeks that Americans are very obsessed with celebrity culture. Mm. And I am so out of the loop being in Australia because it's we don't have all those magazines at the newsstands. Mm-hmm. Um, like unless you're following it intentionally on social media, like you're not bombarded with it. Even being in a I mean, this it's melbourne's the size of la so like in la you're literally going to see billboards when ads with celebrities and movie posters and like you're bombarded with it it's like literally hollywood you know in melbourne like there's like street art and stuff but there's not like posters for there's just not as much of it it's not on buses it's not it's just not everywhere you look
2: do you feel like um because i kind of am more recently thinking about and maybe kind of forming an opinion that like advertising and, and just um everything in America is like advertising is overwhelming and like makes us anxious because mm. there's like it's information overload mm-hmm. kind of. Do you feel like it's like significantly less in Australia?
1: Yes, but I also think it's because there's 350 people in the United States and there's 24 million in Australia. Yeah. Yeah there's just not as big of a market there yeah so you've got to be a lot more creative with your marketing and also like you know your target art, figuring out who your target audience is and finding them so maybe it's a little bit more on the like specialty side Mm. um and i mean see it's also hard because we don't have i mean a lot of people our age obviously don't have a cable
2: right whatever it's called subscription yeah. yeah
1: so i don't even know what Com- I mean the commercials are even a completely different style Yeah Like than the ones here And so I, d- I don't know I just feel like You're not bombarded with it as much Because there's just less people There's less marketing happening mm. And yeah maybe that has something to do with it Maybe But I genuinely don't
0: know Statistically speaking Americans are going to be More depressed, more distressed Than Australians
1: mm. Statistically yes
0: do you have you? Would you feel that you would have noticed that 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 has affected you personally? I mean, you've had a very stressful year. Yeah, but generally.
1: I mean, obviously, there's stressed, anxious, depressed people in Australia. But I think because there's and kind of what you were talking about earlier, like the whole like balance. You know, I there was something Pastor Matt said a couple of years ago. It the church we all went to, um, he was talking about the focus shouldn't be balance, it should be center. And yeah. when you're centered, your life may be imbalanced or out of balance, but your center is solid, your why is solid. And so mm-hmm. I think his balance is just neg- next to impossible to achieve. Right. Um, and that has always stuck with me. But I think with Australians, with the center being quality of life mm-hmm. and everything surrounding that, from healthcare to your employers to, you know, how much time you're getting off to the quality of food that you're eating and coffee or drink. Like, I, I think that really is at the center of what yeah. they're doing.
2: That makes a lot of sense, actually. What What's the core that yeah. you're focusing on and how everything else kind of orbits that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I, I feel like that to me is the something I've noticed, hmm. whether or not it's true. Right. It just seems and just a general... Obviously being in America in a hyper capitalistic society, I'm pro capitalism, but I would say America's hyper capitalistic. Mm-hmm. Like just the push and the drive, especially in New York City, to achieve and to just go, 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 like if that's your core value, you're just going to have a lot more people on medication. Yeah. Because it's unsustainable on your it, I mean, no one can sustain that life without the help of something. Yeah. Some sort of driver. Or calmer downer
2: like <laughs> yeah you know yeah
1: so i think because quality of life is at the center of australia there's less people who are forcing themselves to do things outside of what their physical capabilities are
2: yeah that makes sense
0: i'm sure that there are people you know like
1: yeah my observations you know yeah
0: i just did a quick Fact check of myself of the uh, stress level of Australia just to make sure that the oh. U.S. was actually mm. more stressed than is it than Australia. It is, um, but not much. So the employee, the, the only thing I found um, quickly was employee work plus workplace stress by country. Oh, and so uh, just workers stress level. Uh, Australia is actually number two by the least stressed. Um, in, oh, it's in the, the least world stress least um, stressed in the world. Yeah, number two. Well, I mean, cool. But the U.S. US is at number four, so oh. it's not far behind
1: well, in that way. Well, there you go. Oh. Yeah,
0: as far as in this particular What's the um, source? business insider yeah, that's um, article. So.
2: Yeah. What's the number one stressed?
0: I don't know. This is, you mean number one least stressed?
2: Oh, no. Most stressed. Uh, this well, is the least stressed?
0: The, like the things that I found that first popped up about like the most stressful companies were like Somalia and South Africa. Ugh, and, yeah. Like,
2: okay. You, yeah. Whenever
0: you take it in the context of global poverty, yeah. stress means something completely different than mm. um to our, our first world, world. problems. Yeah. Yes. But What's yeah. the least stress? I don't know how to find so... a survey on first world stress levels.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, so. It's so relative to your industry and yeah. to your community. And yeah. there's just so many factors. I think it's really hard to make a generalization about that at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
2: Well Melbourne was cool. according to is it the economist? The economist. Yeah. Number one best city in the world to live.
1: Yeah. Well some whoever else does the livable city things, it was like one for eight years and then two num- It was two oh this that's year, right. It was number
2: one for eight years yeah. and then it's number two this year. Yeah. Beat by Austria. Some, oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Bern or no? Is it Vienna? A, no Vienna. Yeah, yeah. Bern Switzerland anyway. Yeah. Yep.
2: Which is kind of random. But
1: but I think, I feel like that's based on things like, yeah, like healthcare, transportation. Yeah. Like more the macro stuff. Yes. That's quantifiable, obviously. Yeah. The nuance is a little hard to get a graph on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Another culture shock thing is uh, driving on the other side of the road. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. It, um it's it's crazy to me that your brain can be like ambidextrous and driving. <laughs> <laughs> like it's amazing. Yeah, I
2: feel like, I'm like, wow, oh, brain, good job. So it's, like it wasn't that hard to figure out?
1: Well like, I mean, I think anytime that you're alone on the road, it's weird. Cause yeah. you're like, wait, but as long as you're following, as long as you're staying with traffic and following it,
0: yeah, you learn mm. it pretty
1: quickly. But like the fact that they just hand you a set of keys for a car <laughs> that's completely oriented differently and weird. And they're like, mm-hmm. here. Yeah.
2: Have at it.
1: Have at it. It's weird. In New Zealand, they actually like give you a binder and like go through a few rules because there's like one in New Zealand, like when there's, there's a lot of one lane things Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. bridges. So like when you're, depending on which side of the road you're on, there'll be a big arrow and a small arrow. And if you're on the side of the road that has the big arrow, that means you have the right of way. Mm. If you're on the other side and there's a car coming, you have to wait if if you have the small arrow. So they like go through some of that stuff with you, which is helpful. Yeah, But Australia, they just give you the keys. Wow. So no accidents or oh man the speeding cameras good lord they don't have like they, there's some polices that pull like officers that'll pull you over it's super rare because there's just speeding cameras and traffic cameras everywhere yeah and you'll just get mailed a ticket for three hundred dollars oof it's like did you get a ticket um uh, twice on the way to pick up kaiju and on the way home with kaiju oh, it's wow. the only one so like in we the same day very excited yeah and same camera because Reck- reckless
0: pet <gasps> endangerment. Yes, <laughs>
1: reckless pet endangerment. Da- we were so excited. um, And we didn't know that how the camera thing worked. So that's super annoying, but also super smart for the economy because they don't have to pay people to check Man, but it out. that's yeah.
2: kind of a bummer that you just don't even know that you're getting a ticket. And then you just, in the mail, it's like, hey, you owe us $300. Yes, it's <laughs> super annoying. It's but- like...
0: <laughs> Here's, here is footage of you doing said thing. What do you plead?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can fight this if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It won't work. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's like,
0: I plead not guilty. Okay, play. Yeah. Um. Well. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can you 100% verify that that is me? Mm. There's like, got to be workarounds. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So that yeah. was yeah. That was one. Well, that makes me uh, comp- or feel better about the driving though. I haven't driven on the opposite side of the road yet because it terrifies. It'll me It'll happen. I feel like I would wreck everything. I'd just no. be like a mess. It's fun. It's it's a, it,
1: it's such a sense of accomplishment when you do it. You're like probably wow. I can My do brain this. Is it's like smart. brushing your teeth with <laughs> yeah. your
0: non-dominant hand. It's yes.
1: Like,
0: Ooh, I did it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I made that happen. Arguably, yeah. you're probably a better brusher with your other hand because you're not falling into bad habits and missing spots. Oh. So maybe wow. we should switch hands from time to time. Wow. wow.
0: That's a, next actually next a pretty... podcast, we're going to talk about <laughs> teeth brushing habits.
2: <laughs> That's a pretty good insight, actually. Just a thought. I'm going to do that tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also I mean I'm sure this is a pretty common uh thing but it's you know it's called a toothbrush but it's to brush in your teeth <laughs> do it oh yeah so, so why, why is it a teeth teethbrush
2: brush. toothbrush interesting because it brushes all of your teeth not just one of them right
0: also we were talking about this the other day why are some things in the plural form
2: for example here's here's what so a pair of jeans is mm. plural mm-hmm. two leg holes two jeans mm-hmm. right well one pair of jeans yeah. but is they two two are are holes. plural yeah. yeah
0: so i guess if you cut a but, pair of jeans in half at the fly then now you have a jean
2: i don't know but i put on overalls which are jeans yes are singular you call them like them they not you, are, you know what I mean? Like, <sighs> sort of. Overalls are a singular piece of clothing or a yes. romper or a jumper.
0: Well, no, I think that's the difference is that overalls we say is plural. Like it's a pair of overalls. Yes. But it's we don't a, say it's a pair of – But it's no, a jumper. Say, it's like
2: – We say a pair of jeans. That's what it was.
0: Right, right. But I was,
2: I was jeans, comparing overalls. like a jumper or a romper oh. to an overalls. That's what it was. Yeah. They're virtually the same thing. But a romper is a – A romper which is basically – uh,
0: Shorts yeah. overalls,
2: yeah, yeah, and then overalls, which hmm. are plural,
1: feels like there's got to be a reason, but it's probably a dumb one. Or dumb you would be one. like,
0: you wouldn't say, I like those romper, Mm-mm. I like those overalls. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. It's interesting, hmm. it's probably, yeah, just an arbitrary thing. Like, it's like it's just like something in we Spanish just something's knew. masculine mm-hmm. or feminine, but it's not necessarily masculine or feminine, that just is in the language. I like yeah. those
0: jumper
2: yeah just say that to
1: people. people yeah it'll be fine yeah it won't be weird at all um isn't that weird though kind of fascinating yeah it is kind of weird there's i mean i'm there's so many weird things in the english language so many in every language
2: yeah i do well it's kind of common that english is like the most weird though because right? there's the so most many difficult.
1: exceptions and weird rules yeah and then exceptions to those weird rules yeah mm-hmm. Lots oh, what of What was slang that, other, that thing slang. the other
0: day? Yeah, you. You were talking about.
2: <laughs> yeah, you.
0: You were talking what? about that there is. Oh. oh, that's another word right there. I just said there instead of there.
1: You said there? Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. I said in that the, the other day you were talking about how there is this thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very short form of the word. There is this thing. Yeah. There.
0: Yeah, there. There. Anyways,
2: yes, be like you. Um, it's this thing that, like, it, all English speakers inherently know the like order in which you put things mm. in a sentence without actually being able to say it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, he said, like, you would never say green, great giants, it's always great, green giants, mm-hmm. it's always. Great, and then the color, and then the you know what I mean, even though it's they're like, all adjectives. Yes, but it's, you, it's like you the know, adjective and then the color and order then that, that sounds
0: yeah. correct. Uh, yes. so I just googled it real quick, and it's, it's the uh, the order of which an, the adjective order in English would be quantity or number, then quality or opinion, then size, then age, then shape, then color, then proper adjective, um, and then purpose of qualifier.
1: No, forgot all of that already. For we example,
0: inherently know that though for example i love that really big old green antique car that has always been parked at the end of the street but if you were to change any of that i i love that I'm, I'm just i it doesn't actually have i'm gonna make this up so instead of i'm gonna i'm gonna reverse these orders so i love that green big really old antique car that
2: like you just wouldn't say that you would say really big Green, old antique car. No, or really, really big, old, green, really old. antique yeah. car. Yeah. I kind of like, and thinking of that and then thinking of
1: like you guys going from Oklahoma to here and then me going to Australia, like learning new ways to like say things and yeah, it's like, it's, it's fun. Yeah. I like it. And like being more observant of your Oklahoma tendencies, mm-hmm. like- Oh,
2: they don't say that here. What's it like? Yeah, it's kind of kind of. Cool. Yeah, one of the things here that um, was different is they say, "Stay or takeaway at a oh takeaway yeah like we a say that. yeah mm-hmm. restaurant or whatever, mm-hmm. not to go for yeah not to go. Mm-hmm. It's always to stay or to go in Oklahoma, take away. and here it's takeaway and yeah. Probably for the first six months, my brain was like like it would freeze every mm-hmm. time they asked that question it would like. Like what? Uh, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: to go because yeah. they don't <laughs> yeah. even say to stay or uh, they say f- what do they say? They
2: say for st- here. To here or so. take they away. say they say for here. Or take no, away. But they don't say for here. They don't. They say, for
0: say here. Uh, to stay or take oh, away. Oh, they, they say okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: Stay or take away. Yeah. And every time my brain it was like mush. It was like, you know another oh, thing know. <laughs> that
0: does just does not make sense to me is whenever you are in line. And you know you're you're in the queue, um, <clears throat> and you're in line for whatever. And the person you know at the checkout, they're like, "Following,
1: yeah, oh yeah,
0: following, <laughs> <laughs> following."
1: What do you work at Whole Foods? <laughs> yeah,
0: no, they don't talk there. They just give you a it's like, yeah, automated system.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's so funny. Yeah,
0: following. <laughs> Here's a quiz. <laughs> Which sentence uses the correct order of adjectives? Mm,
2: good oh, word. gosh.
0: My brother rode a beautiful, big, black, Parisian horse in the parade. Or B, my brother rode a beautiful, Parisian, big, black horse in the parade. A. So, just so you know, if you're a native English speaker... We you, all do You it. inherently know that whenever you are talking about something that you order your adjectives in quantity, quality, size, age, shape... Color, proper adjective, and then purpose of qualifier.
1: Got it. Quiz me. I'm ready. <laughs> Not even
0: close. <laughs> well, in Australia,
1: we just shorten the words of everything and you have no idea what anyone's saying. Over there. Over there.
0: Yeah. Over there in Australia. Cuppa
1: with a biggie. What does that mean? <laughs> what? I guess. What? Say it again. Do you want to have a cup of or a cuppa with a bicky?
2: Well, a cup cu- of. of. Mm-hmm.
0: With a biggie? So you're Bicky. A bicky? Something I So don't probably know. like a cup of tea. With mm-hmm. a
2: biscuit. Mm-hmm. Nailed yeah, it. Ah. I was thinking breakfast related, but because mm. they call it brekkie, right? They do. Yeah. So I was like, maybe it's breakfast, but I knew that wasn't the. Do you want to yeah. boil
0: the jug? What
2: the hell is that. Put the kettle on. Oh.
1: A trunk is a boot. A mm. cooler is an esky. It's lots of fun stuff like
2: that. A cooler is an esky, mm-hmm. like Eskimo. I like that. Uh-huh. I'm gonna Here. call them eskies. Eskies. <laughs>
1: yeah Put in the esky. Oh, can you open the boot? It's weird. That is a Oh, weird. a comforter is a duna. A duna. <laughs> there's no word. There's no reason. That literally makes no sense. A duvet or like, you know. the Yeah,
2: the, a cu- duvet cover. A yeah. duna. Yeah. I mean, duna, duna is
0: close to duvet.
2: But
1: yeah. Two O's and N and an A do not. Duvet yeah. is like a French word. Right. Yeah. Duna is like.
0: Duval.
2: Not a yes. word. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, there's lots of fun stuff like that.
2: A kappa with a bicky. I like that. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a little weird. Well, I think it is probably time for a couple with a bicky. Yes, please. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> or a are we
1: having a, a TFC, so uh they would call that like it would be like a a tofu schnitz. Huh.
2: Really? Like a schnitz is like a fried chicken, sandwich. Oh like fried
1: chicken. Of, yeah. yeah. Oh a sandwich would be like a Sammy. Sammy, yeah. yeah. Or a toasty. A toasty's like a is like a panini.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, a toasty's cuter. Yeah, it's cute. Sorry. I'm yeah. gonna adopt that. <laughs>
0: Well, anyways, uh, we digress. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, we don't.
0: Yeah, we don't. Uh, <laughs> so we have covered a multitude of topics. Yes, uh, we, have. we Just a conversation, and I just a, a little uh, lighter episode, and we got into some deep stuff um, with Michelle about Australia.
1: <laughs>
0: so, like I said, we uh, had no idea where this podcast was going to go. Just knew how it was going to start, and we.
2: I feel like this is very uh, indicative of our regular conversations. They they just yeah. kind of float from topic to topic and then come back around and then float from topic to topic and then come back around.
0: Yeah.
2: That means, we're, that honestly, like- that means we're, you're listening to someone. Yeah. Because if everything was organized
1: and and like always on topic, then we wouldn't actually be like yeah. letting letting our brains be curious. And you're if right. you're going to be curious, it means you're going to wander.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so true. Fine. I don't apologize for it.
0: Don't. <laughs> all right well uh we are gonna wrap this episode up because we have a date with a tofu fried tofu chicken sounds uh,
2: disgusting a little bit is very delicious it's a
0: it's a fake chicken sandwich that superiority burger in new york city does every monday and we are pre-dinner recording this on monday so highly recommend that's what we're we're about to do it's what my mind is on
1: (laughs) give me that chicken
0: sort of (laughs) thank you guys for uh listening if you want to check out some Deeply Curious merch, you can do that by going to shop.deeplycurious.fm. Leave mm-hmm. a rating on iTunes, if you will. Go grab yourself some cuppa and a... Bicky. Bicky.
1: Nailed it. All right? Yeah. yeah. Shma- smashed it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> smashed it, mate. <laughs> smashed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Legend. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Brew. <laughs> All right. Well, that will be the end of this episode. Michelle, thank you so much for being Thank you for being a friend.
1: <laughs> Anytime.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Anything you want to leave the people
1: with? Like I mean, tell all your friends about the podcast. I mean, I haven't even done that. So But do it. You do it. Well, we are it's your so only good. friends, so. Share it. It's true. We want to do to share it with you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.